I'm not a cook by any stretch of the imagination. Not that I don't know how. Um, I can cook decently, but I'm definitely not what you would call a uh, professional chef. Not even close. In fact, it was only about a year or so ago that I really got serious about trying to diversify the things I know because before, about a year ago, about the only things I knew how to cook were hamburgers and eggs. So I'm in the rectory last year while I was here and I decided I'm gonna start cooking. And so I start preparing a meal and pretty soon, a meal that I thought was gonna take about 20 minutes ended up lasting about an hour in prep time. And I had just was flying around like trying to find different things and all of a sudden I'm just kind of like flying by the seat of my pants trying to follow the recipe but not really knowing how these things really work. You know, what does this sauce do whenever I add it in? I don't know. The instructions just tell me to do it. And then uh, Father Alex who lives with us in the rectory came in while I was preparing and he saw what I was doing and he just looked at me and said, what are you doing? He said, I'm trying to cook. And he said, look, let me show you how to do it. And if you know Father Alex, Father Alex is a very excellent cook. And he sat there and helped to teach me some things to remember for cooking. But because I was like, I really want to do this and I'm just going to go at it, things got a little messy. It's funny how often you and I want to act before we've really learned how to do or really learned about the thing we want to act on. It's funny how often, like in this episode, where we want to do a certain trade or we want to do a certain skill without learning how to do it before we start doing it. Before we actually take the time to learn from the master. And it's even more curious how easy it is for us to just start doing things. And I think especially as Christians, we want to just start doing things. You know, I want to do the good things. So I start trying to be nice, doing charitable works, start feeding the homeless, going to the to the shelter. I start volunteering at church, which is great. And I do all these things. And yet, we're trying to do the work of the master without learning from the master first. I think you and I all fall into this at times of trying to do the ministry, the mission of Jesus first before we spent time with the master. It's a fam famous scripture passage that St. Paul says in his letter to the Romans in his 10th chapter of Romans, he says, how are men to call upon him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without a preacher? And how can men preach unless they are sent? How can 
one preach unless they are sent. You see, we many times fall into the temptation of Martha. Martha, who was a close friend of Jesus, because Jesus wanted to come into his house. And we learn in the Gospel of John that Jesus loved Martha and Mary and their brother Lazarus. But Martha, Martha was distracted. See, Martha had the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings in her home and didn't pay any mind to him because she was trying to do very good things. But they kept her, they distracted her, as one translation of this gospel says. She was distracted with much serving and couldn't pay attention to the Lord, the Master who is in her midst. And that is why Jesus, in a sense, scolds her. And he says, Martha, Martha, you are burdened by many things, but there is need of only one thing. Or in one way, on one translation it says, one thing is necessary. Just one. To sit and to be at the feet of Jesus. That is the one thing. If we don't do that, then it doesn't matter how many good works we want to do. It will not equal discipleship. It doesn't matter how many good works we want to do. If we are not sitting at the feet of Jesus, then it is not the mission of God that we are doing. That is essential that is the essential first step, because a disciple is no disciple if he does not have a master. You and I cannot claim to be disciples if we do not listen to the master, the teacher. So disciples have to be close to their master, and that is why Mary has chosen the better part, because she sits at Jesus' feet and listens to him and just sits in his presence and takes it all in. That is the better part. That is the first and most necessary thing that we have to do. And that is why every Sunday, every day, we have to take time to listen to him. That is why we gather in this church to listen to the word of God, to worship God, and to receive Christ, our master, in our very bodies, because we cannot do his work unless we are sitting at his feet. And that doesn't just mean just doing the externals of coming to mass or praying verbally or what have you, which are all good things. It doesn't mean we just come to mass and we even do the actions and say the words and do all that. No, it goes even deeper than that. We cannot even do those. Those actions are meaningless unless we are internally sitting at the feet of Jesus. Unless we, when we step into this church, present our hearts, our souls, our entire being to God on this altar. When we present ourselves to him, 
we sit at his feet and we learn from him and we receive the greatest gift he can give us, his very body and blood. And that, my brothers and sisters, is how we truly learn to be disciples. Because when we internally sit at the feet of Jesus here, we externally know how to do his mission. How to be the holy Christians he calls us to be. When we sit at his feet, then we know what it means to be a disciple. So in this Mass, you and I are invited not just to be here physically, but to be here holy, spiritually, everything. We are called to present ourselves to the Lord today and to listen to Him. Not just to do actions, but to be totally enamored by him, to be totally captivated by him. And so today, brothers and sisters, we pray for the grace to sit at the feet of Jesus and to allow him to teach us what it means to be a disciple.